You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct. Number 11 of the defense, throwing the MSU player's shoe 20 yards down the field. About that on Saturday night after we win. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar in the entire world. Daniel, uh, we didn't have a bowl game that we were looking forward to outside of the Coastal Carolina uh, Liberty game, which boy, oh by, boy, by all accounts, we, we just- said we said most exciting bowl game to watch, and tell us we were wrong. There won't be another bowl game that compares to that one. No. Okay. He he fumbled on the two inch because line. he because he was trying to not score a touchdown That's that correct. would put them up by seven points. That's correct. Okay. Um, it was yeah. beyond exciting. So thrilled to have watched it. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. If you're old to the podcast, still glad you're with us. we got lots of new listeners every single week. We are glad for that, especially during this time of year, which a lot of you are with relatives traveling just eight, nine, ten hours everywhere. So you just put those earbuds in, listen all you want. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. We are two UGA fans with microphones. So guess what? Uh, don't expect gurus or insiders because no. we're not. And also, all gurus and insiders, literally every last one of them, is wrong a hundred percent of the time. So why would I try? Wow. How could it even? How could that even be true? Logistically, it boggles the mind. How it, the, it seems the like mind. one lucky guess would land at some point. And yet, and yet, here we are about to talk about opt-ins and opt-outs. Just, just as a caveat. Uh, with the exception of Brooks Austin, Are Brooks we, Austin. Oh, yeah. Look, he's he, he's not predicting. He's taking film and he's telling us what he oh, sees. Okay. That's totally different. But he's so he's a guru. He's a gu- well, not yes. an insider. He's not an insider. He is a guru. Daniel and I are okay. fans and fans first. We are no gurus or insiders. We are fan talk all the time on this podcast. That's right. For fans, by fans, that's what the pod is all about. So hopefully you're in the right place if that sounds like a conversation that you're interested in having and you are a Georgia fan like we are Georgia fans, then uh, then we're glad you're here. If you're new to the show, as Clint said, welcome. We're really glad that you're here. All that we ask that you really do is subscribe to the podcast because we are here nearly each and every day of the week, save major holidays. Hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and are looking forward to a fantastic new year full of football and uh, nachos. Because if if those two things are not on your January the 1st plans, then you are doing January the 1st horribly wrong. Um, horribly wrong. But we will be here with you each and every step of the way. So subscribe to the show and that gets the shows downloaded straight to the device of your choosing. If you are old to the show and enjoy the podcast the only way that we really ask that you say thank you is to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You don't have to um, give us any money. You don't have to send us a ham in the mail. Uh, although, I don't, you wouldn't turn down a ham, would you? I've never received a ham in the mail, but if one came from one of our listeners, I would, I would gladly receive it. Gladly receive it. But uh, really, just leave us that five-star rating and review because that's the ham of podcasts, if you will. That's the that's the delivered ham of podcasts, the five-star rating and review. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Um, the, the inbox has been kind of kind of lonely. These, these last, I mean, it's look, Christmas time. Look, it's I get, Christmas, you got, Daniel. 
you got stuff going on. But uh, send us an email, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you're thinking. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. As always, we'd love to interact with you there. <clears throat> um, segment one today, this whole week is going to be dedicated to looking ahead to the bowl game, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the the finest fast food restaurant in the land. Mm. Not the finest bowl in the land, but we're still happy to be there. Uh, against the Cincinnati Bearcats, the fighting fickles as they were. But before we get to Cincinnati, let's talk about Georgia because Kirby Smart's media availability was <laughs> salty, Clint. A um, little salty. Tom Crean has gone to Kirby's office this time and said, Coach, <laughs> just... Just tell it to him straight, man. Just beat them to just, the punch and tell it to how them about, straight. How about you just tell them they're bad at their jobs, <laughs> Mike Griffith? I mean, you Mike. got to be – that's – and they couldn't happen to a better guy. Clint. Look, Mike they Griffith couldn't. started – if you saw him on the video, he started off and he had a smile on his face. Oh, yeah, jovial. Jovial Kirby, I know you probably get this question quite a bit. I understand. Just buttering him up. And then say, with all these opt-outs, could you really tell us who's actually playing in this bowl game or not? You know, just chest full out, Mike. And Kirby said, you suck at your job, Mike. Next question. <laughs> Mike, uh, I'm contractually obligated to answer you, but if we were anywhere else, I'd fist fight you right now. Is <laughs> what that translated to. And it, it didn't need much translation. It was so clear as day. He went ahead and told Mike, uh, Mike, you spew out complete conjecture. All the time. You sit on a throne of lies, is, is essentially what he that's said. That's exactly right. Um, uh, so it turns out that Aziz Ojolari looks like he's going to be playing in the bowl game. Clint, Hello, Aziz. Hello. Hello, Aziz. Welcome oh, welcome to okay. the bowl game. Now, we don't know if he's going to declare for the draft uh, or not. Like, that's not, I mean, that's not to say that he's going to come back to Georgia, but Aziz is going to be playing in the bowl game, according mm-hmm. to Kirby. How about big old 99, Clint? He, he going to skip that bowl game? You tell, you, hold up, hold up. You said you said ninety nine, and my heart went pitter patter, pitter patter, mm. pitter patter. Mm-hmm. And That's Jordan right. Davis looks like he's playing this game. He ain't skipping this thing. Oh my goodness! Defense is radically transformed with Big ninety nine on the field. Those two guys, thirteen and ninety nine, Clint. No, no, no doubt about it. No two ways about it. Uh, those are the two biggest difference makers on this entire defensive unit, That's and correct. it's not particularly close. No, you you get the gut shirt up and you get the edge shirt up. Uh, you sitting pretty, but Daniel, what if I was to tell you? What if we just get a little little cherry on top? Mm, okay. What if what if uh, one Richard LeCount the third no. decided he was going to come on and get that red and black back on for another bowl game? Daniel, we thought You're, we thought this cat was gone for good. You're telling me the man got run over by a car? He literally literally got uh-huh, Trevor upended by a vehicle. Uh-huh. Vehicular uh-huh. manslaughter almost happened to this young man. A, an automobile hit his body, not not the vessel that he was riding on. Hit no. his his actual body. Correct. Okay. So uh, and now he's going to play in this football game. What? Oh man, how big of a boost! You want to talk about? Does he make a difference on the field? Sure. Um, absolutely, he does. But how big of an emotional, psychological, morale boost is Richard LeCount to this team? Can't be quantified. 
Richard LeCount, just by being on the field, we've talked about offensive line. We talked about other people. JT Daniels elevating the wide receivers like Madden scores up just by his presence on the field and the way he throws mm-hmm. the ball. Richard LeCount boosts that. Like he is the the captain planet when the guy puts the heart in. You know, at the end of it, <laughs> like like he's like, hey, we're great reference. We can put this heart in, and all of a sudden, boom, Captain Planet there. That's Richard LeCount. So if you guys don't think that he elevates everybody on this defense just by his energy, Daniel and I are constantly on this podcast saying talent and skill and good players on the field. But there is something that you cannot touch. There, There is something true about him being on the field, playing on defense that elevates everybody else. This is ginormous. Holy Jesus. Could be special in his last game as a, as a dog. You know. He doesn't want to lose this game. That's an overrated thing to say because nobody on this field wants to lose this game. Okay? Nobody wants to lose the game. Sure. Nobody on Cincinnati's team wants to lose the game. Nobody on our team wants to lose the game. But Richard LeCount playing in his last game in the red and black, coming all the way back from the Mm. uh, terrifying uh, accident that he sustained earlier in the year could be a special moment for the dogs. Um, uh, Let's talk about Cincinnati when we come back but first let's talk about the fine folks over at betonline.ag I'm sorry did you did you say bet you said betting you, you said I bet. said I said betonline.ag now Clint you referenced the Coastal Carolina Liberty game earlier oh no why Is that, don't don't do us dirty uh, don't do us dirty uh, okay now so <clears throat> I did bet the under, as we talked about on the podcast, and the under wasn't great. No. No, they ran past that. They ran past that. But I also just got a little weird on the Mm -hmm. day of the game, and I just sprinkled a little bit on that Liberty money line. I was just going to say, Daniel, we didn't text about this. I, I as well, money line, Liberty, day of, hour before kickoff. You want to talk about a sweat watching that game. When that dude fumbled going into the end zone when you're sitting on the Liberty money line. But guess what? It hit and it paid. And if you go to betonline.ag, you don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore either. You can get in on the action. Don't wait, don't spend your time watching football when you could be watching football and making money. Do you understand? Mm. You still get to watch the football. Mm. You also get to make the money. Go to betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Deposit $100, you now have $150. Deposit $200, you now have $300. Deposit $500, you now have $750. 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's bet online. Enter the promo code LOCKED ON. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, Clint. So we talked a little bit about who's going to play and who's not going to play. By the way, confirmed by Kirby, Eric Stokes not going to play. And Kirby, ooh. If Kirby came at Mike Griffith, I know y'all love Eric Stokes on this podcast. Like, I know y'all, mm-hmm. listen, I know. And, and you know that we are middle. fairly middle of the road on We're Eric lukewarm Stokes. lukewarm on Eric Stokes. We do not dislike Eric Stokes, Trevor. Don't come at us, Trevor. With a take that says we don't like Eric Stokes. But we've always been a bit middle of the road on Eric Stokes. Kirby didn't mince a lot of words when he talked about the character of the players that chose to play in the game. And then he got to Eric Stokes and said he made a choice and uh, he's not with the team. There you go. So Ben Cleveland also not going to play in the game. There were a couple others. But... But we talked about who's going to play for Georgia. Now let's talk about Cincinnati. And just so happens, lucky for us, that we happen to have on the podcast a Mm -hmm. resident expert 
on the Cincinnati Bearcats, the fighting fickles themselves. Clint, no one better equipped than you to break down the Cincinnati team. So who are we looking at when we look at Cincinnati football? I need to start this off by saying this. First and foremost, I've taken up my fight and fickle uh, founding member card. Uh, I've I've put it in the garbage disposal. I've taken it back out. Mm. I've mm. then I've then defecated on it. I, I've then okay. I've then burned it, and then okay. I fed it. I, I fed it to a a pack of wild badgers and said, "Now have now, this." Question, and this yeah. is from the listeners. This is not from it's me not, personally. Not from Daniel. This is no. from the listeners. Um. Do you think that's enough? Uh, no, it's not enough. Okay. Damn. All right. It's not All right. Enough. I just want, I'm not trying to tell you it's not enough. I'm just asking you if you feel like that's enough. It's No, no, there's okay. some more meat on that bone left, Daniel. Okay. All right. Well, well, well you, this. you may not like them, but tell us who the Fighting Fickles are. The Fighting Fickles are a well coached football team, first and foremost. Okay. So if you think this game is going to get out of hand, I think we're going to win handily. But if you think this game is going to get out of hand where Cincinnati is scared by this opponent, they're not. Let me tell you this right now. Well-coached team. Luke Fickle is going to get go ahead and get himself a big-time job. Might be next year. This is not from Colt now. Brennan and the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. That's what you're, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. This is not that, that team. This is okay. not that team. We might outskill them, okay? 100% true. We might out-personnel them. But let me tell you what right now. Uh, they want this game. They want it very, very badly. Oh, okay, they so, do. A la Texas, Daniel. Don't don't I'm don't just, start something I'm that just, you don't want to finish. I'm I, look. I trust me. I want to finish Texas off in a heartbeat. I want to p- bury them, <laughs> put them to bed, and never remember them again. Here's who they are: their identity, uh, and it all starts on offense. First and foremost, Daniel. Well, let me let me talk about the defense first because I think the defense is really, really underrated. We're going to get to the offense because we all know that. Uh, Daniel, what if I was to tell you uh, that the defense is top 10 in the nation? Cincinnati defense, top 10 in the nation. Would that surprise you? It uh, it would not surprise me. Okay, good. That's I'm glad a, you've been watching that's football. A, that's a, that's a, and I have been watching the team. That's a solid defense. Class. 16 points per game is what they average giving up. Per game, Daniel. Now, weaker conference opponents, I get that 100%. <clears throat> They're past defense. But some offensive powerhouses. That, that's Memphis, exactly right. UCF, Tulsa. That, guys, those are those are offenses that put a 50-burger on people, okay? Mm-hmm. Cincinnati can play close games, play them tight. They are an exceptional pass defense, giving up 192 yards per game through the air. 118 rush yards per game, which actually... Is probably in the top 10. It's probably a little higher than most other defenses. Uh, they don't have an incredible lot of talent across the board, but again, they, they're well coached. They're like Northwestern, okay? If you can think of Ooh. defense, think of Northwestern style. Allah. I'm not saying they, they are up to Northwestern status because that's a really, 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 really step defense, okay? Salty. But, but they are get after the ball. Hustle all over the place, well-coached, disciplined on every side. So their defense is quite incredible. On offense, the the straw that stirs the drink, Desmond Ritter. If you know anything mm-hmm. about this offense, you, stop. It's Desmond Ritter. The kid can run. The kid can throw. He's got a couple of dimes. Uh, he's actually this year a little down on number of attempts, but his completion percentage, 66% completion percentage. Very, very, very respectable. Uh, Passer rating of 140. Touchdowns, 17 touchdowns to six interceptions. Uh, The kid takes care of the ball. The kid is borderline, borderline explosive. 
Okay. I don't want right. to say he's absolutely explosive, but if you're going to try to contain somebody, if you're going to try to hold him down or hold the offense down, you hold the quarterback down. He's got 12 rushing touchdowns to go, Daniel, with those 17 passing touchdowns, double digits on both ends, a long run of 91 yards and 600 yards running on the season in 83 attempts. Now, that's good. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. That's why I say These borderline are- explosive. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, can you confirm or deny that Desmond Ritter is, in fact, the son of actor John Ritter from the TV show Three's Company and the 1990 movie Problem Child? Uh, I can neither confirm. Look, I can't say he's not the son. but We I, don't I, know this information. I can't say he's not the son. I We've don't know not the seen the results of the DNA test. Maury and Povich far has be it not got to back speculate. to me yet. I, I can't okay. speculate, so I won't. Right. Um, I so will th- be watching Problem Child in anticipation of this matchup then, just to be safe. Uh, so look, they're gonna they're gonna have a a pretty sneaky good offense that might throw a couple fits, might throw some wrinkles, might start getting to to midfield and pressing into territory uh, quite often because this kid, when it breaks down, can take off and he could dime a couple balls. So Desmond Ritter is not somebody to scoff at. He can play. He's a junior. He's been in the system a long time. Uh, the kid's got a lot of heart. If you saw him after their uh, championship game uh, in what could only be described as a, a bath uh, on the field, it was just standing water of four inches everywhere. Uh, gross. It was gross. a gross game. Gross game. But uh, totally sold in what Richard LeCount is to our defense. Desmond Ritter is to their offense. Uh, and that's all wow. you need to know about this team. Uh, I, I have much respect for Cincinnati. All of you who don't have respect for Cincinnati, stop right now. Just stop. Mm. They're they're a well-ran, well-coached team that's got some players. Uh, wide receiver, running back, look, they're, they're there. They're not the, the athletes that we have been accustomed to, uh, but they don't need to be when they have the system of, of quarterback play that they have. Cur- uh, pulling out the Kirby Smart card. I am. A, a lot of respect for the opponent. We're focused on Cincinnati and Cincinnati and COVID are the three things. The three things. No, I think right it was now. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, and yeah, COVID. That's correct. Um, uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, l- let's talk. I want to go a little bit deeper comparing these two teams. How does Georgia and how do Georgia and Cincinnati match up against each other? And we'll do that uh, in just a second in the third segment today. But first, Daniel, uh, the fine folks over at Built Bar have a delicious protein bar for you. This protein bar is one of the best. No, nay, the best. Nay. Nay. best. Bite your tongue, sir. Kind sir, please go back and radio edit that. The best protein bar there is on the planet. Built Bar comes in delicious flavors. Daniel, I have tried them. We are thrilled to endorse them uh, because they are like a candy bar. These candy bar-esque protein bars are high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar. They can do a meal replacement. They can go ahead and be post-workout, pre-workout, whatever you need to go ahead and get your pump on. These Built Bar protein bars are for you. Go ahead and go to BuiltBar.com. Put in the promo code Locked On. Get 20% off your entire order. Tell them that Clint said, give me a cooler, and I guarantee you, they will give you a cooler. Go to BuiltBar.com, locked on in the promo code for 20% off your order. BuiltBar.com, tastiest protein bar there is. 
Daniel, they are a football team, and I don't know if you understand how football teams run. There's some statistics out there in the world. Well, Numbers you rattle off a few. You rattle off a few of them as pertaining to uh, Cincinnati, but. You know, uh, as you as you ended your segment by saying, don't overlook the Cincinnati team. Don't don't give the Cincinnati team a lack of respect. Um, Cincinnati has one win over a team currently ranked in the college football playoff top twenty-five. That's that's one. Clint. A grand total. One win over a over a top twenty-five, and it's over number twenty-four. Tulsa. Hmm. Okay. So barely in there. Okay. Um, now, they did beat two ranked teams early in the year, but let me just tell you, those two ranked teams were Army and SMU. And those teams were ranked, those games Ooh. were on September 26th and October 24th, and that's because the Big Ten hadn't started playing football yet. And so, if you recall, earlier in the season, there were some really weird teams that were ranked. And so, I'm looking at... Did you beat a team that's currently ranked in the college football playoff top 25? And Cincinnati can only boast of one said win. But I started the segment by saying you shouldn't overlook Cincinnati, Clint. And that is because your University of Georgia Bulldogs, Clint. Okay. They boast a grand total of zero wins over teams that are currently ranked in the college football playoff top 25. Five. Um, what's our best win? Auburn. Is Auburn's our best win? Oh, it has the, to be. Your Bo Nicks. Okay. You remember how long ago that was? Okay. Those clowns the, over. You at mean the, you the mean the team that over? is paying somebody twenty one million dollars to stare at his Gus Bus wall decal? <laughs> his wall decals, and okay. then they're paying Brian Harson, <laughs> a Boise native, to come and recruit South Alabama. <laughs> Oh. oh, it never gets old. Okay. Um, ESPN, there's a lot of places that have advanced <clears throat> statistics, uh, efficiency metrics, and the like. I'm going to go to ESPNs. It's They call it the FPI. It doesn't really matter. There's a lot of these computer models. Some of you don't like this stuff. Some of you roll your eyes at it. But let me just, let me just rattle off a few rankings of some categories where – um, Cincinnati ranks now. Strength of record is a um, is a metric that measures not only your wins and losses but your strength of schedule and and sort of a composite deal together. Cincinnati's strength of record is uh, the seventh in the country, number seven hmm. in the country. Georgia's strength of record, on the other hand, is the eighth in the country. So they are number seven. We are number eight. Um, adjusted win loss ranking. Uh, so takes your wins, takes your losses, and then ranks your schedule based on that. Cincinnati 10th in the country. Georgia 7th in the country. Um, offensive efficiency. These are all efficiency. Offensive efficiency ranking. Georgia 13th in the country, which, by the way, shout out to JT Daniels for clawing us up out of the cellar. I was I don't just going to ask. Was that was the entire the- year. That's not the last yeah, three so- games. That's the entire Correct. year. So, shout out to him because God knows what that number was. I'm uh, not going to look it up earlier in the year. No, Uh, Cincinnati. On the other hand, uh, John Ritter's boy over there running the show. uh, Their offensive efficiency, 25th in the country. Not 
quite as good. Georgia's defensive efficiency, 13th in the country. Cincinnati's defensive efficiency ranks 12th, one spot higher than Georgia. Now, I'm telling you. We overall efficient team efficiency, Clint. We are fifth in the country and they are 13th in the country. Our FPI is fourth overall, which means according to ESPN's computerized metric, we are the fourth best team in the country. And Cincinnati is 17. So all that to say, these two teams are not all that dissimilar in terms of how they stack up. Georgia fans, we have been playing really well these last few weeks, putting up massive numbers against Missouri and uh, South Carolina in the last two games, scoring 45 and 49 points each. Uh, we beat Vanderbilt 1,000 to nothing, which was a great, which was a great game uh, that we played uh, I there. Hate you, in, Vanderbilt. I uh, hate you for for Senior Day. Really great to send our seniors out with a 1,000 to nothing victory. But Georgia doesn't have any big wins on this schedule. All right. And the, and, and the best teams that Georgia has played. I'll tell you what. Arkansas might be our best win of the year, Clint. I'm going to look at this schedule. Auburn, Auburn might, might, some people might say is our best win of the year, but I think Arkansas might be our best win of the year. Cincinnati. Now they haven't beaten anybody either. Uh, Tulsa, bleh, UCF, whatever, Memphis, bleh, uh, SMU, what, Austin mm-hmm. P, South mm-hmm. Florida Temple, Army. These are not teams that you are going to measure anybody with. But again, if you look at Georgia's undefeated schedule, which doesn't include Florida and Alabama, and you look at Cincinnati's undefeated schedule, which includes all their games, uh, strength of schedule is virtually identical. These are not all that dissimilar. So, all that to say, I don't think we know a ton by watching the season as to how this matchup's going to go. Cincinnati hasn't played anybody like Georgia. And Georgia hasn't beaten anyone as good as Cincinnati this year. That let is that, Let that sink in. That is objectively true. Auburn would lose to Cincinnati by three touchdowns. Uh, so... It's going to be an intriguing matchup. We will get to our official predictions as we move forward in the week, but we are excited for it. Bowl season is here, uh, and it's a great time to be a Georgia fan. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on the show. Tomorrow we will be talking about uh, doing a little SEC basketball conference preview. Mm-hmm. SEC basketball conference play starts tomorrow night, Tuesday night against Mississippi State. Georgia going, uh, trying to keep their undefeated season alive. Uh, and then we will uh, talk about the bowl game some more. Who's likely to have a coming out party? What are you excited about, nervous about? What shouldn't you sleep on? All that and more on tomorrow's show. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya.